What was the nature of the relationship between Imam Ali and the first three caliphs? Not to disrespect anyone. Even those who do not perceive Imam Ali to be the first Khalifa. However, it is an extremely important question. Why? Because years back, you would find people outside the madhab of Ahlul Bayt making such claims to confuse the followers of Ahlul Bayt. And unfortunately, we have some of the Shia who are uneducated, unaware. And the problem is that they do not read history, they do not read books, they do not educate themselves. So when they hear such rhetoric, they get confused. However, recently, we have seen a new phenomenon. And that is people sitting on this member. The member attributed to Al-Imam Amir Al-Mu'mineen. The member which is attributed to his son, Al-Imam Al-Hussein. This member that belongs to the Ahl al-Bayt. Sitting on this member and saying that Imam Ali accepted the results of Saqifa. Imam Ali was happy with the results of the Shura. Imam Ali named his children after the Khulafa. So now the Shia, in a gesture of solidarity and unity amongst Muslims, we must do the same. We must name our children after them. We must honor them. We must respect them. Why? Because Islamic unity is important. Not only that, but we're also misinformed when it comes to Bani Umayyah. Bani Umayyah, some of their acts were good. Some of them were good people. Some of the acts that occurred during the, the reign of the first caliphs were great accomplishments for Islam. Similarly, Bani Abbas spread knowledge all around the Muslim world. So we must praise them. We must honor them. And this is where the danger comes. People who attribute themselves to the madhab of Ahl al-Bayt. Confusing the followers of Ahl al-Bayt. Yes, Islamic unity is very important. Why? Why is Islamic unity important? Because our Ahl al-Bayt told us it's important. We're followers of Ahl al-Bayt. If they tell us something is important, it's important. Ahl al-Bayt told us that we must visit them when they are ill. Those outside the madhab of Ahl al-Bayt, we visit them. And those hadiths are valid hadiths in our authentic books such as Kitab al-Kafi al-Shaykh al-Kulayni rahimahullah. If we go to Suq al-Muslimin, we don't question them about their dhaba'ah, slaughtering the dhabiha, their food, their meats, the slaughter is halal, their nikah, their marriage, their divorce is valid. We respect them and we respect their laws, and we attend their jama'ah, and we attend their jana'is, and we do not disrespect them, and we do not bring harm to them. However, on what expense? On the expense of altering the truth? On the expense of changing facts? Though the Ahl al-Bayt spoke of taqiyah in many occasions, however, the Ahl al-Bayt were extremely firm on a few issues. One of them was the Khilafah of Amir al-Mu'mineen. They never compromised on this. Why? Because this is Haqqullah. It's not the rights of just Amir al-Mu'mineen and his followers and the Shia, no. It is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal rasul, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoints Ali. And Allah tells the seal of messengers, you must declare this to the people. So we are here to ask, what was the nature of this relationship? Did Imam Ali pay allegiance to the first three caliphs? Were they friends? Was it all milk and honey? What is our responsibility today? How do we understand this very important junction within the history of Islam? Sahih Muslim. Sahih al-Bukhari. Mustadrak al-Hakim al-Naishaburi. Al-Hakim al-Naishaburi was a hafiz of hadith, muhaddith, who came after Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim, and he wrote a book. He compiled a book called Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain. Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain is a compilation of hadiths that are valid in accordance to the chain of narrators of Bukhari and Muslim. Meaning they, Bukhari and Muslim, believed that some of the hadith are valid due to a specific chain of narrators. They did not bring those hadith in their book. So Al-Hakim al-Naishaburi came and he wrote this book. He compiled this book called Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain. And he said that those hadiths were missed by Bukhari and Muslim. Al-Hakim al-Nishaburi, Kitab Ma'rifat al-Sahaba, Dhikr Islam Amir al-Mu'mineen, Hadith number 4,677, Qala al-Nabili Ali. The Prophet says to Imam Ali, Ama innaka satalqa ba'diya juhda. After you, after me, Ali, you will see struggle. This is Rasulullah telling him. After me, you will see struggle. Will my faith remain the way it is, intact? Yes, your faith will not be in jeopardy. You will remain as a beacon of faith. Then he says, this hadith is sahih. In accordance to the shaykhain, however, they did not bring it in their books. Mustadrak al-Hakim, again, Kitab Ma'rifat al-Sahaba, Dhikr Islam, Amir al-Mu'mineen, Hadith number 4,676. Again, that the Ummah will turn their backs onto me. Imam Ali says, this is what Rasulullah has, tell, has told me, هذا حديث صحيح على سند الشيخين ولم يخرجاه. Al-Haythami. He writes in his book, Majma'u al-Zawaid. Volume number nine, verse at page number 118. He says, Imam Ali says, one day I had gone out of the city with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. We were going out of the city, then Rasulullah suddenly he hugged me. And he burst out crying. قلت يا رسول الله ما يبكيك. Ya Rasulullah, why are you crying in such a way? There are parties, groups of people that hold grudge. After I die, they will show you how much they despise you. This is the peak of Iman. He doesn't say, Ya Rasulullah, why? Let's fix this. Let's make a plan. All he says is, Fi salamatin min dini. Will my faith be intact? Will I remain faithful? 
Will I remain at the peak of Iman? Qala fi salamatin min dini, qala fi salamatin min dinik. Al-Tabarani Mu'jam al-Kabir says, Sayakunu ba'di qawmun yuqatiluna aliyan. Rasulullah says, After me there will be groups of people who will fight Ali. This is Rasulullah speaking while he was alive. Haqqan ala Allah jihaduhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fight them. Faman lam yastati' jihaduhum. Whoever is not able, is not capable to stand with Ali against them. Biyadihi fabilisanah. This is our duty. We were not there to defend them with our hands. Fabilisanah. But we must defend with our tongues. Don't just use this tongue for nonsense. Employ this tongue for the service of Ali ibn Abi Talib. فَبِلِسَانِهِ فَمَنْ لَمْ يَسْتَطِعْ بِلِسَانِهِ فَبِقَلْبِهِ Some can't because of situations that they live in. بِقَلْبِهِ Make sure that in your heart you despise what has happened to Amir al-Mu'mineen. Musnad Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal Hadith number 25,943 قَالَ لِعَلِيُّ بْنَ أَبِي طَالِبْ إِنَّ أَبِي رَافِعْ عَنْ أَبِي رَافِعْ أن رسول الله أبي رافع says رسول الله قال لعلي ابن أبي طالب سيكون بعدك listen سيكون بينك وبين عائشة أمرا after after me there will be an issue between you and عائشة قال أنا يا رسول الله me قال نعم says yes قال أنا مام علي شاكت he says me يا رسول الله قال نعم فأنا أشقاهم يا رسول الله am I the the bad one in that So-called dispute? قال لا. Says no. ولكن إذا كان كذلك فرددها إلى مأمنها. If this happened, return her to her home. مسند إمام أحمد بن حنبل. Again, the same hadith is narrated in a different version. So, this is باب الفتن. If you look at the hadiths of Rasulullah, they are countless that he sat with Imam Ali and he told him that after me there will be disputes, there will be wars there will be people who hold grudge against you and they will not be shy from this, from showing this to you and he in fact cried the discussion which happened between Imam Ali, Abbas, the uncle of Rasulullah and the second Khalifa Umar Look at Bukhari and then we'll look at Muslim. Same exact hadith, but look at the honesty of those two scholars. Sahih al-Bukhari, hadith number 6761. He says that Abbas, the, the uncle of Rasulullah, and Imam Ali went to visit Umar for a specific thing that they had to speak to him about. So Omar says to them, you know, I know your stance from Abu Bakr. He says that Abu Bakr usurped Fadak. Why? Abu Bakr he doesn't say what. You have certain inclinations towards Abu Bakr. Wallahi alam. But he then says, 
أنه فيهما أنه فيها صادقا بارا راشدا تابعا للحق ثم توفى الله أبا بكر فقلت أنا ولي رسول الله وأبي بكر من قبلي فقلتم عني كذا وكذا This is what Bukhari says That's when Abu Bakr usurped, the, usurped Fadak You came complaining and you said he is something something He's eliminated the words And then when I said I am the Khalifa of Rasulullah And I continue to hold on to, to Fadak You say about me that I am kada wa kada Something something Sahih Bukhari eliminates this But we come to Sahih Muslim Hadith number 3302 قال رسول الله This is the portion that relates to us إن ما, نور, إن ما نورث ما تركناه صدقة This is what Abu Bakr says That we, the prophets, do not inherit What we give is صدقة فرأيتماه كاذبا آثما غادرا خائنا Umar says to Imam Ali and Abbas that this is your opinion About whom? About Abu Bakr What is it? كاذبا A liar آثما A sinner غادرا Treacherous خائناً, he turned his backs onto you. Wallah. Then the hadith, same hadith continues. Wallah, يعلم أنه لصادق بار راشد تابع للحق ثم توفي أبو بكر وأنا ولي رسول الله وولي أبي بكر فرأيتماني كاذباً آثماً غادراً خائناً. Where is this milk and honey? Which part of this is a friendship-based relationship? However, you may ask. So did Imam Ali advise them? Yes, he advised them. Why? Again, we go back to the same reason. But Imam Ali had his baby with them. Imam Ali was protective of Islam. And on the day of Shura, on the day of Shura where Umar created a council, and in this council he put six men, heavyweights. They all gathered. As soon as they gathered, some people believe that Imam Ali, he was silent. He didn't say anything. As soon as they gathered, Ibn al-Maghazili al-Shafi'i. He has a book called Manaqibu Amir al-Mu'mineen. He was a Shafi'i scholar. Of course, many will tell you he's not Shafi'i, he's Rafidi, he's Shia. That is not the truth. Because he has written a book, Manaqib, of Imam al-Shafi'i. Fiqh of the Shafi'is. Imam al-Shafi'i himself believed that Imam Ali was superior in status than the first three Khulafa. This is the opinion of Imam al-Shafi'i. Now many of the Shafi'is today around the world, they may not know. So he wrote this book, Manaqib Amir al-Mu'mineen, and he spoke of the hadith of the Munashadah. As soon as Imam Ali came into the house of Shura, he spoke of 70 virtues of himself. 70 virtues, not one, not twice, not three, not four, not ten. After he listed all 70, and it's mentioned in his book, he says, I ask you, can any of you claim that they share those 70 virtues with me? As in, they are not common. It is only Ali who has those virtues. Can any one of you claim that you have one of those virtues? Then Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, after this, I mean, 70 virtues. Imam Ali spoke for an hour, gave a sermon. Those six were there, but other Muslims were there as well. The Muhajireen, the Ansar, they were looking at this scenario. It's not that it was only close to six people, by the way. No, no, many Muslims were there. That's why we have Ruat. So Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas gave him his hand. He said, Ya Ali, ubayu'uka ala kitab Allahi wa sunnati rasulihi wa sirat al-shaykhain. I give you bay'ah. Yes, you're right. You're the legitimate heir. I'll give you bay'ah on kitab Allah, the sunnah of Rasulullah and the methodology of the shaykhain, the ones prior to him, who some people claim Imam Ali had a relationship 
of milk and honey with them? He said, Kitab Allah, na'am. Wa sunnati Rasulillah, na'am. Wa amma siratu shaykhain, fajtihadu ra'i. I will not. I refuse that. The third one, I refuse. It is my own ijtihad. It's my own way. So he said, I turned. Because somebody asked him, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, what did you do? Why did you do this? He said, Wallahi, I told Ali first. But when he said no, I turned to Uthman. I gave him the same offer. Uthman took my hand in bayat. 